Hello, Cthuloids! Jeremy, your keeper here, with a couple announcements before the show. This episode is brought to you by our generous supporters who contributed to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash lovecrafttapes. Thanks to all our professors at Miskatonic, including Brittany Davis, Oldrich Polkert, Eric Miles, Eric Zane, Eric Gordon, Lobster Johnson, Tom Douglas, and the enigmatic Dr. Name. Thanks to our students at Miskatonic, including Wouter Vermeyen, Milkomix, Malambra57, Oyston Bowler, and of course, our fine friends at Rolling Boxcars. Also, you may notice Dr. Hubert Pretorius Loveland sounds a little rough this episode. Brian lost his voice shortly before this recording, but soldiered on nonetheless. We appreciate his dedication and hope you do too. Now, on with the show. Listen, if you dare, to the Lovecraft Tapes. Welcome to the Lovecraft Tapes! I am Jeremy, your Keeper of Arcane Lore, and we play Call of Cthulhu, a horror role-playing game based upon the fictional works of H.P. Lovecraft. Your investigators of the unknown are Matt as Private Detective Dan Williams. Why don't any of these books have pictures in them? Gabe as Special Agent Roy Arroyo. Oh god, I thought Jack was annoying. And Brian as Dr. Hubert Pretorius Loveland. <laughs> Welcome, players. Let's begin by checking the mailbag for any letters from beyond. Special thanks to Brittany Davis, Daniel Ivey, Samuel Silas Maximus Garlis, Tucker Williamson, and especially Keith Mago of Rolling Box Cars for their likes, follows, and support. And on Reddit, we got a nice little note from Nyad Naturalist. I am anxious for your Patreon to get started. I would love to be able to help you guys out. I had an idea for a perk. For those donating a lot each month, maybe $100, they could name a random NPC. Not necessarily a key one, but maybe you walk into a dollar store and a clerk stands behind the register with a name tag saying Nyad. So it'd be up to the players to decide whether an interaction is necessary. Love you guys. I will murder any NPC that is named by a fan, no matter what. And lastly, on Twitter. Everyone should know that the winner of our Monster Breakfast cereal was unsurprisingly Count Chocula. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's fucking right. Yeah. Blueberry sucks. I'm really surprised Urkel O's didn't go anywhere. I was was really... I I was really pulling for Urkel O's, yeah. I think those would have been great. And at Arcade Sanctuary sent us a little note says, just finished episode 48 on YouTube. I usually wait until episodes are out on Podbean, but after re-listening to the finale of Hell House, I needed to hear what happened after everyone went back to Arkham. Also on Twitter, we'd like to say a special thanks to at TorchlightCMH, at StrangerLands, and at DM underscore Modoc for their hashtag follow Friday inclusions. It's nice to be loved. Does anybody know what time it is? Was it time to pay the bills? You are absolutely correct. Let's take a quick commercial break. And now, a word from our sponsor. Farmer Vincent here with a message for all you millennials out there. I know, I know, you can't rouse yourself from the comfortable confines of your parents' basement long enough to get a proper job at the local slaughterhouse, let alone drive five miles outside of town to eat at my barbecue joint. That's fine, that's fine. Times they are a-changing, as a wise man once cried aloud in agony during the last harvest moon. And we aim to change with the times. That's why we're introducing our very own Leather Apron Gourmet Food Box Subscription Service. Yep, for only $8.88 a month, we'll send you a heapin' helpin' of meat byproduct in our proprietary maggot-resistant plastic lining all packed tight in a recyclable cardboard container. No need for a recipe. All our high quality meats are prepared in the same fashion. Simply dump the offal into a fry pan and cook until it's done bleeding. Serve, eat, repeat. It's that simple. And if you place your order in the next 24 hours, I'll even kick in a complimentary package of our Pots as Pots home cure jerky. It's chewy, gooey, and it'll keep you guessing what kind of animal you're eating. That smell, that taste, you can't quite place it, can you? Well, don't you worry none. 
You'll never know, cause we'll never tell. Leather Apron, meat by mail, brought to you by your good friends at Long Pig Limited. And we're back. <laughs> the machine is sentient. It's learning. And it's demonetizing every single video on YouTube in the process. Don't say demon. Hashtag adpocalypse. Am I right? I only demonetize videos that are important for certain causes. So I'm a YouTube hero level 100. I don't need this. I support any just causes. Guess what? Lovecraft tapes? Demonetized. Out Satan. Now, dear investigators, we continue. Chapter 6. The Big Uneasy. Previously on the Lovecraft Tapes. Jack Whiteside is rushed off to Tulane Medical Center, where he'll recuperate from a shotgun blast to his face, having been rescued by none other than Dr. Hubert Pretorius Loveland, who luckily had been driving by in the dead of morning when the investigators were attacked while en route to Laplace, Louisiana. The good doctor gives Roy and Dan a lift to the Riverlands Hotel, where he is staying, a dilapidated structure that once was a golf resort, now being run by Igor Langupi, a greasy older gentleman who resembles a toad more than a man. The newly formed trio decide to strike out in the morning to discover more about a local cult called the Glatmanites. Florian LeBlanc, the local librarian, provides them with plenty of material, but their efforts prove fruitless. Just as they are packing up the research materials, Roy is overcome with a strange weakness and a sudden vision of the sketch he drew, a churchyard cemetery, before he passes out face first onto the library floor. So as Roy face plants into the carpet, Florian LeBlanc rushes over to the group. He's like, oh my God, what's going on? Mr. Williams, um, help your friend. Oh, uh, yeah, uh. You okay, Roy? Could kick him a no. little, see if he... He's completely passed out. Oh, my. Well, uh, that's a problem. Uh, you, you, you boys tend to hit. I'm, I'm going to go and uh, rustle up an uh, ambulance. I'm going to call somebody. Mm-hmm. And he races back to the uh, front desk. Roll him over so he's at least facing up and not, you know, face down. As you do so, why don't you go ahead and give me a spot hidden, please? That way, if he vomits, he'll choke on it and die. Uh, I needed a 68. I rolled a 58. That is a success. As Dan prepares to roll Roy's limp body over, he notices two little dark spots on the back of his neck. They're about an inch and a half apart. And as Dan notices these two little dots, Dr. Hubert Pretorius Loveland also notices them. And I'm going to need a little whisper time with my brother Brian and Hubert. So we'll be back shortly, boys. All right. It's just you and me, baby. Okay. Uh, what you see is what looks like a snake bite oh. on the back of his neck, but you know that this will look like a snake bite to anybody else, including Dan, okay? But you know that this is something quite different. This is a sign of Roy is cursed somehow. A curse has been cast upon him by the Glatmanites. All the research you've been doing down here points toward a a ritual Mm -hmm. that the Glatmanites have uh, used for centuries to curse somebody. You're not sure why he's cursed. All you know is that these two dots will grow over time. And you know that if these guys find this out, then your cover's blown. Can I cure him without them knowing? No. Uh, I... No. He is cursed. You're going to need to complete your mission in order to have any chance of lifting the curse. But chances are, you know now that time is of the essence. You need to find the Glatmanites or Roy is going to die. He's going to continue being sapped of strength day after day after day until he's dead. Okay. Do I know how many days? You're not quite sure, but you know this is the beginning. He's only He's been cursed uh, two days now. Okay. Here we go. All right. So we are back. So Dan is uh, looking at these two dots on the back of Roy's neck. I didn't know Roy had tattoos. Who could that be? Maybe he was in a fraternity or something. I I really don't know. You really you really think in a town like this, the ambulances would come quicker considering there's nothing happening. Then again, the ambulance could be two guys on a stretcher yelling wee-woo as they run through the streets. So what do I know? I'm going to step in, just smack his cheeks, try to wake him up. Wrong set of cheeks, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> Danny. Come here. Look at this. There's a snake bite on his neck. Snake bite? When did that happen? Well, I didn't know what you were talking about when you went on about tattoos. These are snake bites. Oh, it just looked like two little dots. And 
Oh, we have to get this taken care of as soon as possible. I guess there isn't really a way to tell what kind of snake it was or if it was poisonous or... Hmm. Should, should you, like, start sucking out the venom or something? Yeah, you can suck it out if you'd like to. There are a lot of venomous snakes around Louisiana. I'm not really familiar with the area. There are several, several varieties. That's not good. I wonder. So, get this. Before we uh, came here, you remember um, the guy who didn't have a face that you rescued on the side of the road? Yes. Uh, he was name was was Jack, and mm-hmm. before we came down here to Louisiana, he told us that he went home one night and he found a snake in his bed. Hunting his boot? No, that was that was the little cowboy. Uh, I'd go farther, but I'm afraid of getting copyright struck by Pixar. Maybe it was. I don't know. He didn't say what kind of snake it was, though. Either that or I just don't remember. I don't know much about him, so we should definitely get this taken care of so he, he can recuperate quickly. Or not. We could leave him in the library. I don't care. And we'll just prop him up. We'll get him, like, a hat or something over his eyes, and it'll just look like he's sleeping. Have you ever seen that movie called Weekend at Bernie's? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think we idea. should Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> as you guys are discussing this, uh, Roy starts to come, too. Quick, hit him with a lamp. Uh, I'm coming too. Ew, gross. And Florian uh, rushes back from the front desk. Oh, he's up. Are you okay, Mr. Royal? Uh, no. I just passed out and I don't know what's going on, so. Mm, It looks like you got a snake bite. The ambulance is on the way, but uh, your color's starting to look pretty good there. Thank you, doctor, for patching him up. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, no problem. I heard you say snake bite? Mm Mm-hmm. Right on his neck. Oh, that's very strange. Do you usually get snakes in this area? Uh, this is Louisiana. We get all kinds of snakes. Uh, do any of them ever find their way into the library? No, I, there's no snakes around here. No, I mean, this is town, you know. What would you say, Doctor? Was that, uh, did that happen recently or was it, It uh... could have happened after the accident, for sure. Being out of the vehicle. Oh, okay. In the in the tall grass. You say you was in a, uh, some sort of, uh, accident? It was more of an on-purpose. Uh, we ran into some not-so-friendly locals on our drive here from the airport. Oh, my. When, when was this? I'm trying to think. Would that be yesterday at this point, or are we like, are we more? I'm trying to think. We're what a day or two at this point since we've we. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what happens when we don't play for <laughs> ten days. <laughs> hey, idiots! Can you get me a mirror so I can check this out? Sure, I don't have one. Uh, hey, Roy, there's this really great invention on your phone called a forward-facing camera. You use it to take selfies. You can you can use that to look at yourself. I don't think his flip phone has that. All right, Roy, get over here. I'm gonna get you fixed up so we can get keep moving. Hold on, I gotta put I it gotta away. Try and I don't be see it. the hero and diagnose my own snake bite. Well, let me take a peek at it and see if I can tell by the distance of the bites. I have background in quotes natural world. Nice. Go ahead, and make me roll. Oh, I need a a 60. I got a four. That's an extreme success. Roy, it looks to you as if this isn't even a snake bite. It looks like just two discolored dots on the back of your neck. You freaking idiots. This isn't even a snake bite. It's like mosquito bites max. Oh, so that must not be it then. What else would cause you to pass out? Did you buy the screen doors with the lead built in? I think you know I did. All right. Well, you're not supposed to lick them, remember? I do what I want. You're not my mom's. No, not since the incident. So, Roy, you start to feel strength returning, and uh, Florian is looking at you with uh, a bit of surprise. He thought maybe you were a goner. And he's, he's like, pointing back towards the door. He's like, do you want to see the the ambulance text? Do you want to see him? Or? I'll see him, but don't ever count out an Arroyo. Oh, I guess not. All right, Mr. Roy. I'll, I'll run out and get him real quick there. I hear him pull up now. And within a couple minutes, uh, as they walk into the door, you're back on your feet and you're feeling back to normal. Uh, yeah, are you the uh, person who passed out? Yeah, I did, but I'm feeling better now. I don't know what's going on. My life is a disaster. All right, well, do you mind if we just take some blood pressure and so forth? Yeah, I mean, you're going to be really scared when you see how insanely terrible my blood pressure is, but beyond that... Are you you on any medication right now, Mr. Royal? Legally, no. Good answer, good answer. All right, well, uh, yeah, you seem pretty normal. I mean, all your stats check out. They're fine. How long have you been... uh, Has this happened to you before? Well, I've gotten, like, hazy and crap like that, but I think this is the worst one out of them all. All I can say is uh, you seem to be in really good health, so uh, just take it easy. Maybe uh, watch your blood sugar. Don't, uh, you know, eat too much uh, blueberry. Don't worry about that. 
So are you telling me that passing out like this is good for your health? Is this a new fad diet that I can start? I mean, you get a little bit of carpet scrape on your nose. You know, that, that's kind of smart. Carpet burn. Carpet burn on your nose. How'd that happen? Uh, I'm, don't worry about it. A lot of stuff's going on over this is Louisiana. Here's our card. So if uh, anything happens again, give us a call. We're just a couple blocks away. And uh, how long are you going to be in Laplace? As long as it takes. All right. Well, take it easy and uh, see you later, uh, Mr. LeBlanc. Yes, you boys have a good day now. All right, well, you, you boys must be uh, getting kind of tired. I mean, all that three hours of studying and with absolutely no result. No wonder he passed out. Maybe you guys should go get some lunch or something. Can you please just tell us how to open the books? No, I'm sorry. That That's going to be down at the other library. <laughs> Wait, there's a second library we can go and waste three hours at? Yeah, let's do it, guys. Absolutely. You can drive back into New Orleans, and uh, there's a couple libraries over there. Let's I go. certainly wouldn't recommend it. There's many snakes on the way. Let's go get something to eat so Ryan doesn't pass out again. I want to pass out. Oh, oh here's, your, here's your IDs. Oh, thanks. Uh, do you happen to know if there are like any local tour guides or anything that could take us through the swamps? I know there's, uh, there's one young lady. Uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, Rosita Henry. I, but I, I, she's a bit of a weirdo. I, 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 she, I've, heard, I've heard that she's uh, tumbled a few uh, folks out in the swamps and taken their money. I hate her. I would definitely avoid her. This seems like the exact kind of situation that I should ignore all advice and go into head on. I like your thinking. Well, I'm just saying, I think she's a bit of a, a character and, you know, you, you're taking your uh, safety in your own hands. I'll certainly consider that. Now, I know, uh, I know you, doctor, have been utilizing her services for a little while now, a couple weeks, if I understand correctly. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you can... Uh, let these boys know uh, whether or not she's worth it. Yeah, oh, it's it's really hard to say. It's been hit and miss. All right, see, see, boys, and she, yeah, she runs the swamp tours just up the way, a little north of here. Why don't we say we uh, go grab something to be- eat, and then we can uh, go stop by, and uh, the doc here can maybe work his relationship with Rosita and see if she doesn't mind taking us out to those swamps. That's an awful lot to say. We're gonna have to start looking into these cult people anyway. I mean, I don't know much about the girls in tights that live out in that swamp, but it it seems like they might have something to do with this. Look, I watched two episodes of True Detectives, so I think I got this down. Um, Let's go eat somewhere that isn't crap, then we'll go and we'll uh, meet with that chick. And then, uh, I don't know, we'll see if it gets crazy or something like that. There is a little fish shack just down the way, actually, uh, next to the library, called uh, Billy's Big Bass. And whatnot. The sign is 43 feet wide. <laughs> uh, where you can get some uh, some fresh fish. Sounds good to me. I could go for a fish fry and some Earl Grey tea. And of course, uh, Billy is manning the uh, fish shack. He's like, uh, well, how y'all doing? Holy shit, you're a character. Welcome to Billy's. <laughs> good afternoon, Billy. I like your sign. You have quite the different accent from everyone else around here. Well, I, I appreciate that. Cue, cue. You, uh, you guys want some bass or what you want? Take whatever you got fresh today. Oh, I got some I got some catfish up in here. Oh, man. Ooh, it's good. Nothing like a good catfish filet, deep fried. Now, what, I, what I do, I don't filet them, I serve them whole, sir. I serve them whole. Oh. And when I say that, I mean I make a little hole. And I stuff some rice and some grape leaves, and then I put them on the grill, and I put me some blackened spices on there. It's nice and spicy. I got a proposition for you. Have you ever thought of putting taco meat, cheese, lettuce, and tomatoes inside your fish, and then cooking them? Sir, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. And he shuts the snack. (laughs) Great. Now I'm going to pass out for sure. I apologize for my friend here. There's no noise behind the uh, closed partition now. Idiot. I have driven 3,000 miles to eat your famous catfish, sir. Please reopen. Give me a persuasion roll. I mean, I just assumed everybody loved taco fish. I hope he fails. I have a better plan. You cannot shoot him. That's not my plan, though. That's a good plan. I like that plan. I needed a 10 and I got a 50. All right, guys. Well, I might not be able to shoot Billy, but you know what we can shoot? Uh, Are you going to shoot the sign? No, we're by the swamp. And you know what tastes just like chicken? Humans. Human beings. Long pig. Alligators. (laughs) You want to go gator hunting? 
I do want to go gator hunting. With your service pistol. Yes, let's do it. They register every shot that's fired out. Yeah, we're suspended, idiot. As Dr. Pretorius fails at his attempt to coax Billy to open the shack back, uh, you hear a voice behind you says, uh, Oh, no, don't tell me Billy's closed today. He got really, like, annoying and then just shut down. Oh, and you turn around and you see an old man. Well, you know, the, the oatmeal I had this morning, just, it's all gone on my belly. I just need uh, a little bit of that catfish I heard about, but now he's gone and closed. You can thank this genius over here. Well, uh, how you doing? Uh, my, my name's uh, Edgar Goderope. How you doing, Mr. Tell him your name, Roy. Not Roy. The gentleman who was uh, responsible for closing this here. Oh, shack. that would be Dan. No, my name is Roy Arroyo. <laughs> <laughs> well, how you doing, Mr. Dan? Uh, what brings you to Laplace? Uh, you know, always, always wanted to make a trip down to Louisiana. Here it's a really great place. It isn't. It sucks here. Well, it certainly can be. Uh, I don't remember you folks uh, coming by the travel center. We ran into a little bit of trouble on our way here and had to take a bit more of a, uh, a direct route. And when was that exactly? What, last night? Well, I see that by that bump on your head. Yeah, you must have trouble recalling, so I won't press you too much on that. Were you boys looking to get something to eat? Mm-hmm. Very hungry. I have it covered. Don't worry about it. I'll tell you what, I do I do have some oatmeal back at the uh, travel center if you want some. Only if it's Quaker. Mmm, Quaker's the best. It, it does kind of hurt my diabetes, though. You know? <laughs> Hashtag sponsor us, Quaker oatmeal. Hashtag not sponsored. Unless you have diabetes. Well, you guys want to come up or not? Yeah, I think we should go. Let's well, get see your ass in the car. Let's go. <laughs> what about the rest of you? Nope. I'm only interested in this fleshy butt. Why do we never get to take obscene amounts of time to do what I want to do? <laughs> All right, but yeah, M- Mr. Roy, why don't you ride with me? We'll let these guys follow. Oh, my. Okay, that's fine. In. It's just a couple minutes up the road. It ain't no big deal. So, uh, Mr. Roy, what, what brings you around these pots? So, my friend was trying to get us killed, so he set up this elaborate thing with some cult, and uh, we were going to come down here to investigate but it backfired some like hillbillies killed him all right well uh, that's not quite a tale quite a tale uh what's this about a cult oh uh, there's some snake worshippers that attack the guy who got killed i guess i mean i assume that was part of the ploy and also i've been drawing some pictures of this uh graveyard that's down here and also there was like some dots on my neck that people thought were that's a, a snake. whole lot of shit you got going on there it makes no bit of sense <laughs> tell me a little bit more about this church Oh, well, I've been going a bit crazy, probably, because I've been telling people I'm not on meds, but I'm supposed to be on meds. I've been, like, blacking out and uh, or waking up, and I have drawn this, like, uh, church with, like, a graveyard, and there's sometimes people in the window, and sometimes there isn't. Ooh, what the hell? You wouldn't happen to have it with you, would you? I have it, yeah, I have a picture. I was told that it's here in Laplace. We're, we're here in the travel center, and it was only a couple minutes, so why don't you come on in, we can talk a little bit more about it. Dan and Dr. Loveland pull in behind, and uh, he takes you guys into the travel center. Uh, it's just your standard uh, travel thing where it's got the bathrooms and uh, a bunch of brochures for local attractions, that sort of thing. Then he takes you to a little back office where he has uh, a pretty nice kitchen set up, actually. It appears that he has enough pots and pans to rotate out and have oatmeal cooking at any time of the day. So he has several batches going, and you can see lots of different ingredients. Uh, there's maple syrup, there's dried strawberries, there's yeah, all kinds of stuff. Blue- blueberries, too. There's lots of blueberries. And uh, he's like, well, have a seat, have a seat. I'll dish this up some of this here uh, oatmeal. Let me take a look at that uh, picture, if you don't mind. Uh, I'll hand him the picture. He, uh, he goes back to stirring a pot and is looking at the picture while you guys sit at the table. I've been working this guy, dudes. He doesn't know what's coming. Just don't try and shoot him, okay? I He might try some funny business. We'll try see. Try and shoot him? What do you mean? You don't get it. You're new and stupid. We got a lot going on here. Is it mainly about blueberry? No. I mean, he has blueberries, and that offends my sensibilities, but we'll see. He seems fine since he let me ride shotgun. Here, here boys, go. Where's some nice hot steaming bowls of oatmeal? Nothing better on a hot day. Mm. You, you guys want some coffee with this? It will, yes, or, uh, please. I got some sweet tea if you'd prefer. Mm. I, I'll take some coffee, please. Coffee? Coffee? Uh, coffee? Coffee's always coffee. good I'll for have me. a coffee. 
All right, here we go, here we go, there we go. Uh, so, Mr. Royal, this is this is a most peculiar drawing. You say you did this yourself. I think I did, but, I mean, I have a lot of kids, and they could have slipped it into my hands. Well, I tell you what, you know, this this is, you know, it's not exact. I mean, your your style is pretty uh, rough, but I'd be willing to bet that this is uh, the old Laplace Memorial Cemetery. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. You're obviously not from around these pots. How did you even know about this? It's uh, It hasn't been used for decades. Geo-guesser. <laughs> I'm a pretty smart guy. And I know I have like a very random patchwork of knowledge. Some things I just know, even though I don't know how I know them. Ask me who designed Mount Rushmore. Okay, Google. Who designed Mount Rushmore? I don't know, but ask me what 2 plus 2 is. Okay, Google. What's 2 plus 2? It's four. See, I know things that the average person doesn't know. That's probably how I knew about this place. It's it's kind of odd because uh, I, I'm not even sure where this place is. I've only heard about it in textbooks. I know it's up towards the swamps a bit. Um, I think they, uh, they had to actually uh, relocate a lot of that because of the... Uh, the swamp encroaching back in the day. I kind of think it was back in the 80s. And you call yourself a travel curator? Or while Roy is chatting with him about the drawing, I'm going to take my bowl of oatmeal and my coffee over to one of the uh, stands holding all the pamphlets, and I just want to leaf through and pick through them and see if there's anything interesting that might be helpful for us. All right, why don't you go ahead and give me a library roll? I needed a 26, and I rolled a 14. Nicely done. I can't find books, but damn if I don't know my pamphlets. <laughs> It's got, they've got pictures. Exactly. See what happens when you put pictures and stuff? It works. So you're flipping through the brochures, and obviously the first thing that catches your eye is the very rough and ill-designed pamphlet for swamp tours. It's called Rosita Swamp Tours. It's basically this large woman in cut-off jeans, and she's grinning ear to ear, and it, under one arm she has a, an alligator that she's clearly wrestled. For the photo. And she's given a big thumbs up with the other hand, and she's standing inside of a, uh, a skiff, a boat, and surrounded by swamp. And there's a phone number there. You also find, with your excellent role, there is a very faded pamphlet, like hidden behind some other ones. The text is all completely faded out, so you can just barely make out any of the words. But the photo that is there looks very similar to the church that Roy Arroyo had sketched. You can't say for 100% sure that it's the same, but it looks damn close. The structure is very close. So that's what you find out, and now we'll switch back to Roy and Edgar. Well, that's that's quite unusual that you would uh, end up sketching this thing. Now, what what did you say about uh, a couple dots on your neck? Oh, so these idiots thought they were snake bites, but I had like a very severe pass out that no one has seems to be that concerned about. And uh, when they were inspecting my dead body, because that's the only time I can get attention, they found these two dots that they assumed were snake bites. But me being the genius that I am, I could identify that they were just two dots. Uh, you say they're on the back of your neck? Yeah. However, I will say it is strange that they idiots thought they were snake bites, considering we this cult that I told you vaguely a little bit about seems to like their snakes. You mind if I take a gander at those dots on your neck? I mean, that's a little weird since we just met, but I'll let you. I know. Just you, you tell quite a tale there, and uh, I just want I want to make sure they aren't snake bites because you know I'm from these parts and I would know. Okay. Yeah. You can you can take a peeps. So he, he turns you around and just, you know, very carefully takes your collar down a bit and inspects it. He just sort of looks at it. He doesn't touch the back of your neck, but he's just sort of looking at it with curiosity. He, he just gives you a couple, mm-hmm. Mm. Be gentle. He, he, yeah, with his left hand, he, he, he has the collar down, and with his right hand, he reaches out and grabs a spoonful of oatmeal, takes a bite. Mm-hmm. Here comes the choo-choo train, open up, into the tunnel. And when did you say this happened? Earlier, when I passed out, when, uh, I mean, it could have happened before that, but when I came to-ish, they noticed. Or they noticed before, that was a while ago. And I was passed out. I'm gonna tell you a, a weird story. It was a night like this. The pirates over Coven Bay. No, I don't fucking remember. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, why don't you sit down, Mr. Royal? Thank you for letting me take a peek at that. But, uh, you know, it's it's very weird. I, I hear a lot of tales here at the old pilot travel center. 
you know, I, I get all kinds of truck drivers through here and uh, all kinds of tourists. And, you know, lately, it sounds like across the river to the south of Laplace, there have been some missing bodies dug up from St. John the Baptist Cemetery over just the last few months. Now, th- I wouldn't ordinarily say anything about this, but, you know, you're talking about cults. That makes me think of grave robin, that sort of thing. And and what's even weirder is, okay, I'll tell you, there was a, a guy, he was a handyman. He came around here and, you know, he was kind of a homeless guy. But he, he'd do odd jobs. We'd keep him in business, you know. He's just kind of, a, all the locals had a little something here for him to do. And he kept coming around and he was fine. Just before he went missing, he, he I remember he reported back to the doctor that uh, he had a couple odd, like a snake bite on the back of his neck. Now, what's, here's what's even weirder. So, they found him a couple weeks later dead in a ditch. Uh, they said it was like exposure or something. And, uh, of course, they buried him out down south there in St. John. They've got more plots, and we don't have hardly anything around these parts now that the, uh, the memorial gardens uh, closed up back in the 80s. But then he was among the first few bodies that uh, ended up missing. Uh, they just found his grave was disturbed and the and there was nothing left in there. And clearly someone had taken the body because it was just hollowed out. He was found again on the north side of the river, uh, just down off Airline Highway. He had a weird tattoo on the back of his neck. Uh, the, the, uh, hold on a second. I'm going to pull up my phone and pull up the picture of the, the tattoo from the guy that I had back at the uh, the mansion that I killed. Did the tattoo happen to look uh, something like this? And I'm going to turn my phone around and show him the picture. Oh, well, yeah. Where, where did you get that? Guy, three guys with those tattoos on the back of their neck broke into my house and stole something before I came down here. Yeah? I had to take care of one of them when he charged me. That's exactly like it. I mean, it, it certainly seemed that way, if I remember correctly. Whereabouts was this that you took this? Uh, Massachusetts. What the hell is going on? What is going on here? I've never heard of Massachusetts before. <laughs> it's because it's not a real place. I'm just stringing them along. Would you mind if I borrow this uh, this photo real quick? Yeah, I can I can send it to you if you want. Uh, no, just just I need it right now. Just you mind? Uh, yeah, no, not at all. Thank you, thank you. So he grabs your phone and he 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 like he's like looking at it, spooning some oatmeal in his face. He he walks around and he he stops behind Roy. And he looks at the photo, and he looks at Roy's back of his neck, and back to the photo, and back to the neck. And I get uncomfortable. Oh, okay, I'm sure it's nothing, but uh, here you go, Mr. Williams. I appreciate it. Uh, What's well, nothing? I, it's hard to tell from the photo. I mean, it's at an angle, you know, but uh, God, it almost looks like those two dots on the back of your neck are points of the star in this photo. Oh, God. I'm not going to be able to get into a Jewish cemetery anymore. I'm not Jewish, but I wanted the option. <laughs> Don't worry about it. You, you guys want some more coffee? I could use some more coffee. Here you go. Here you go. Doc, uh, Roy, are, are uh, either of you uh, particularly good with computers? Anyone here? Did... I doubt it. If I am, it's really not like my character, but let me check. What are your computer use skills? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can try. I mean, I don't I'm care. fluent in Word. There isn't a computer. Computer. Oh, there is, but you have to write it in, and I didn't write it in, so I did not either. Uh, so I was over there digging around in your um little pamphlet stack over there, and uh, yeah, oh, <laughs> that. Fa- I wonder what tickled. <laughs> One, I know where we're going next, and I'm going to drop down the pamphlet for the swamp tour place. But more importantly, I found this buried at the back, and it uh, looks a little familiar. And I'm going to drop down the faded one. The one where we can wrestle alligators? I don't know, but if you ask me, it kind of looks like the drawing that uh, Roy made a couple of times. I mean, it's it's really faded, and you can't read much of the text. I mean, so I, I you get a little of the drawing. Uh, hey, Roy, you, you happen to have any uh, friends back at the Bureau who'd be willing to do a little work on this? I know... That there are people out there who could probably use, you know, Photoshop or something to bring some of that text back. I'm just no good with computers. I do. I have a guy, but I can't think of his name. Who is the guy who I went to the bar with? Hey, gentlemen, gentlemen. Uh, you know, I just saw I just saw Roy's sketch, and clearly that's the same place. 
that that I know that pamphlet. We had a bunch, uh, but they've been long gone. Uh, and that was a pamphlet for Laplace Memorial Gardens, the cemetery. I guess I know where we're going next. I was thinking it might have like an address on it. I mean, I can't really read any oh, of the text. Oh man, it's... that was uh, so long. You know what? The only person I could think of who might have any kind of ideas, uh, I, I check in with Rosita. I mean, she knows the swamp better than anybody around these That's parts. That's the so. first pamphlet that you put down. Yes. Yes, it is, Doc. What about the alligator wrestling one? We'll do that after, Roy. Well, can we do that during? We could do that later. Look, we have to get the little kiddie pool, and we have to fill it up with mud first, and then we have to find an alligator and possibly some jello. I haven't decided yet. Well, thank you so much for the oatmeal. It really hit the spot. Yeah, that's no problem at all. And let me just, uh, you know, pack up some for you. And... You really stock oatmeal, don't you? I do, I do, Thanks yeah. for staring at my neck, guy. Just uh, rub a little bit on the back of your neck, and uh, it'll be all good. Mm-hmm. Gets rid of any uh, dots. <laughs> What do you think he has? Chicken pox? I thought he said it was mosquito bites. I had chicken pox, so now I have the shingles virus, you insensitive prick. (laughs) Should I got vaccinated? Too close to home. When I was born, there was no vaccinations in 1950 or whatever. (laughs) Well, you you boys uh, keep me up to date on how things are panning out for you and uh you know let me let me know if you find out anything about the uh, bodies that's the weirdest thing yeah very strange all right here's your oatmeal to go thank you so much again for everything all right well my break's about up so uh, you boys have a good day now looks like uh you know uh we're, we're getting into the late afternoon early evening here so be, be careful thanks for that time check why don't we go and see if we can speak with her in person and maybe make a reservation for tomorrow are you stupid we have such an obvious next course of action. I have very limited time to talk. <laughs> we have to go dig up that guy's corpse. Oh, yes, that's true. We can do that under the cover of darkness, though. That's true. We have to compare the tattoos. I mean, can we really trust that guy? He was eating oatmeal. It was a little strange, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like rubbing my neck up and like... Obviously, you have mosquito bites, and he said you had a huge tattoo. It was very bizarre. Here's an idea. How about we go up to the swamp place first, and then tomorrow we can, I don't know, go find the county coroner's office or something. Roy, you can flash your badge around a bit and just not mention that you're suspended, and maybe they'll uh, just look at the records of the body. That is true. I haven't intimidated the crap out of anyone yet. And uh, both of you would know that the uh, closest county coroners would be uh, back in New Orleans. Oh, we have a lot of time. Who cares? Maybe we can find those guys that shot Jack again. And uh, as Roy thinks this to himself, that you've got all the time in the world, you do get a weird sensation up your back of your neck. Sorry about that, Roy. I was just giving you a back rub. Oh, God. The moon is going to crash into the earth if we don't figure this case out. Dawn of the final day. 24 hours remain. And uh, as you, the three of you, walk out of the travel center back to your car... Uh, we cut scene to Edgar Gutterout uh, sitting in front of his computer, tapping his chin with a uh, pencil and eraser, then using that pencil to plug in some numbers, and then looking very wisely at some probabilities. And then uh, he, he sort of rubs the bridge of his nose and shakes his head, and we fade out. That's just for the first horse race of the day. He's got a long list to work through. Wow, that was a really (laughs) weird scene. All right, so you guys are in the parking lot of the Travel Center. So, it doesn't look like we're far from the uh, Swamp Tour place if we want to just head up 51. That sounds good to me. I get in and start the car. Chaco. I pat the seat. The doc drives down to a little shanty that says uh, Cajun Pride Swamp Tours. And outside is a uh, stuffed alligator, which is missing uh, its front left arm or leg. And there's a a chip out of the uh, tail. So clearly this shellacked monstrosity has been around for a long time and probably posed for too many photos of kids clambering over it. And it's taken its toll. And you hear some uh, banjo music coming from inside the shanty. Oh, God. Paddle faster. And you smell uh, a a very strange admixture of Cajun spices and weed. That there marijuana. Special pot of 420 gumbo. Oh, my. Dudes, I could confiscate that. I'm going to go in the main door. Rosita! And uh, sure enough, uh, Rosita is sitting next to a pickle barrel 
on a creaky looking chair that only has three legs. And she's got it tipped halfway back onto a post. And you see that she is uh, smoking a very large joint. And she looks up at you. She's like, well, hello there, doctor. Hi, Rosita. Are you wanting another tour? Yeah, we would. I actually brought a couple friends. Um, Ooh, let me see them friends. Are you available this evening or should we schedule for tomorrow? Hmm. What, what do you want to do? Where do you want to go? Boys, what what is your preference? Come on in. This is Roy Arroyo. Woo-wee, he's a tall, long drink of water. You're not too shabby yourself. And she stands up, and she's about seven feet tall. What the fudge, cracker? (laughs) And she walks up to you and just slaps you on the back, and she's like, you you are just one big guy. I'll slap her back. Nice. Ooh, God, you got some muscle in there. She gives you a couple fake punches to your gut. Oh, I like this one. We're going to have fun. You want a little hit of this? Yeah, I want some oh, yeah, of it. Take it, man. And, and what's your name, little one? Dan Williams. Pleasure. Really. Well, that sounds like some James Bond shit. So uh, I hear you're the one around here to go to for swamp tours. Well, if, if the doc told you anything, that's absolutely correct. I'm the, I know these places like the back of my hand. And check it out. See my hand? Mm-hmm. I mean, you have the... Picture of the swamp tattooed back there, so I. Oh, I'm you're right. right. Yep, there it is right there. Yep. Well, well, what are you boys looking to go to? You, you gonna want to? You want to look around for some snaky snakes, just like the doc here? You can look around for my snakes. I think Dan has a place that he'd like to visit. I hear uh, there's a uh, what was the the Maripaw Swamp? I'm interested. Yeah, that's in. what this place is called, Maripaw Swamp. You know it? No, but I hear that there is a group of kind of creepy people that are reported to live in these here hills. Ooh, kid, there's all kinds of creepy people. I try to steer clear of them, boys. Unless I'm buying something, you know what I'm saying? You know any of any of them that happen to be really, really into snakes? Ooh, uh, well, yeah. Oh, God, I mean, what were they called? Um, I have, I have a hard time with this name. Uh, who were they? The, the Gentry Blights or something like that. Uh, gentry Blights? No, I don't ring no bells. Uh, uh, garden Fights? No. Yeah. Glacial Brights? No, that wasn't it either. Garnish tights. No, that's, uh, I'll figure it out eventually, I promise. No, I mean, you know, the, most of them swamp folk, they keep themselves, and I try to respect that a little bit. Hey, do you know where the Laplace La Memorial Cemetery is located? I heard that got buried oh, in the swamps. Yeah, what was that? You know, it was a little before my time before I started up this business, but I think I do remember kind of where it is. I think we'd have to do a little searching around. Well, I'm okay with that if you boys are. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I'm, I am. I'm fine doing a little dirty work. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm happy to take you first thing in the morning. Oh, that sounds good to me. I mean, it's getting a little late right now. You boys want a little bit of gumbo? I got some uh, cooking right up here. Yeah, I want some. Or, you, or, or let me guess, Edgar put too much oatmeal in. No, that I it? could eat some of your gumbo. It's so good. All right, all right. Boys, you want some? Oh, you know I do. Definitely. Oh, yeah. I went and caught up this gator myself, and I sliced and diced him. Mm, and then stuffed him with what? He's been cooking for two days. Uh-huh. These wusses wouldn't let me go gator hunting, so. Oh, you, do you gator hunt? Yeah, I'll hunt anything. Oh, boy, you and me got some fun tomorrow. Hey, the Arroyo's got a saying. Short girls can't do nothing for you. I'll take you to my special place. We'll, we'll get some, uh, we'll put a little couple chokeholds here and there. All right, well, here's some gumbo, boys. Mm, Smells amazing. And uh, immediately upon the first taste, you can detect there's a little bit of weed in this gumbo. Just a little bit. I'm so relaxed. This is my kind of place. Because we're all potheads here. So I know what the doc's doing here, hunting them damn snakes or whatever, but uh, what, what are you boys doing? Coming after some people who stole something that used to belong to someone that I was close to. What, what was this something? It, w- it wasn't your virginity, was it? No. Um, three guys broke into my house and stole a, uh, a small box of mine. And uh, I had to take care of one of them when he got a little too frisky. And uh, he had a, a, a tattoo on the back of his neck. Looks something like this. And I'm going to show her the picture on my phone. Well, that's odd. That's very strange. Is, that, is that like a cloud and lightning? What is that? From what I've been able to, to deduce, I had a, a friend who unfortunately cannot be with us for the next three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks and six days. Something like that. Uh, we have to we have to wait for his HP to come back above half before he can really. Ah, uh, yeah. I got friends like those. We're, wait, we're waiting to him, for him to untick the major wound box on this character sheet. And uh, he told me that it 
was uh, a tattoo for some sort of cult that lived out here in this swamp. That's very strange. Now, I have to admit, I've been uh, token up here pretty much all day. Uh, you kind of lost me a little bit at the uh, box. What's this box thing? Uh, just small black box. Black like obsidian? Yeah, it's something in like that space color rock? range, you know? Yeah, it's weird. Uh, my, you know, my great-grandma, she told me about a box like that once. Really? I thought I had the only one. I'd... It was weird because she, she had one in her curio cabinet for, God, I mean, all as long as I knew her. I never knew what happened to her after she died, but I just thought it was an old chunk of some sort of uh, you know lava rock or something. But she, she thought it was precious. She kept it close by, locked up in that curio cabinet. And I don't know, she called it some sort of glatmanite or something like that. I don't know. Wait, what'd she call it? I, I don't know much about rocks or geology or nothing like that. I didn't go to school, but she said it was like a glatmanite. Is that like a slagtite or something? Maybe, but I think you just named our cult. That sounds really familiar. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, that's the kind of rock she said it was. So I, I know she kept muttering it under her breath all them years. Huh. Where's her corpse? <laughs> no, you cannot dig up her corpse. If the lady says I can dig up her corpse. You hear about the uh the bodies they found out they found dug up out there? Oh god, has Edgar been telling you them stories again? Yeah, yeah. I mean when you have oatmeal Yeah, I know gators and they probably just dug them up and ate them. I mean it's uh, pretty you know, they don't bury them too deep down there in Saint John because of all the swamps, you know. That makes sense. I, w- I wouldn't put no stock in what Edgar's got to say. He loves him some rumors, I'll tell you that much. I hope you guys didn't divulge anything to him. Oh, I told him a little bit of everything, but, you know, it was probably Dan's Ooh. fault. Well, then you might as well get used to everybody in the county knowing it. Oh, boy. Yeah, well. I suppose we're in trouble now, boys. Doc, you should know that. I mean, Edgar, you know. I told you to steer clear. I know, but I can't control other people. All right, well, you know, it's getting kind of late, and, uh, you know, you, you boys are, uh, I've only got one more uh, a joint, and I'm saving for tomorrow, so, mm. and then i got to make me a run back in New Orleans, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Oh, what are you saying? But we'll meet up first thing in the morning, okay. and uh, we'll go from there. How's Great. that sound? See you at 6.30 a.m. All right, well, you boys drive safe now, and uh, be careful of uh, gators crossing the roads. Ah. Yeah, we have a terrible drive auto. You can't really dodge them, so you just kind of got to boom right over them and... All right, you boys have a good night. I'll see you first thing in the morning right here, okay? Don't be late. Sun up. And she uh, ushers you outside, and you can hear the banjo music going louder and louder. So you guys head back to the hotel, the Riverlands. Mm-hmm. And Igor is outside of the hotel as you pull up. And he's going, here, pussy, pussy, pussy. Here, pussy, pussy, pussy. That is the incorrect way to kind to, to to get the attention of a hooker. Just just so you know. Oh, oh, Miss Williams, I I didn't see you there. Uh, uh would you be needing any uh, blueberry tonight? Uh, no, no, I'm good, thanks. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, well, uh, we do have some rooms available if you'd like to check in. I'm I'm already renting one of your rooms. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, well, um, the maid should be here in a couple of days, so don't don't worry about that. Okay, okay, I won't. Okay, uh, thanks. Uh, Excellent. Here, pussy, pussy, pussy. You uh, looking here, for your cat? Oh, no, no. And he hides a, a fish hook on a line behind his back. You leave them cats alone now, you hear me? We talked about this. Doc, doctor, no, it's just that I, 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 I'm hungry. I told you I could bring you some food. Okay, okay. Did, did you bring me some snakes? I did. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Let's uh, meet me around back. All right, you boys have a good night now. By PD. I'm gonna go to my trunk and get out uh, a small black mamba. <laughs> Are you finding black mamba in Louisiana? That is geographically incorrect. <laughs> and bring it over to him. He looks at you and he's like, uh, "Doctor, that's that's a jumper cable." Yeah, no, it's a snake. Uh, okay, and he takes the jumper cable from your hands. And you have a good night. You hear? Uh, all right. Yes. Okay. Good night. Stay away from the cats. All right. And as you go inside and walk down the hallway to your room, you hear outside faintly, Here, pussy, 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 pussy. <laughs> if you can find it somewhere else for cheaper. <laughs> all right. So the, the night passes actually without incident. You all get good night's sleep. And then dawn arrives. Delta Dawn. What's, what's that Dawn time? doing here? I thought we left her back in, uh, in uh, Texas. Like, didn't she hang herself? What is she doing here? 
So you wake up in the morning and you see that, oddly enough, Igor is nowhere to be found in the lobby. But on the buffet breakfast, there is corned beef hash and scrambled eggs and bacon and French toast and grits. All steaming in trays. Boys, it's time for breakfast. Let's eat up. And I'll charge in and start eating everything I possibly can. Hey, Danny, come here. Don't tell him, but we ground up the booberry and everything. Nice. And I'll immediately vomit because I can taste the booberry. And sure enough, actually, everything, including the eggs, tastes exactly like booberry. I'll immediately throw up it's everywhere. Com- completely fabricated from booberry. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna just have me some booberry bacon. It tastes like booberry. I'm gonna pile up a little of everything, including the cat hash. <laughs> Here, pussy, pussy, pussy. The cat was made of booberry. Sponsor us, General Mills. So after uh, a few minutes, uh, it's pretty clear that Roy's unhappy. All right, can we get going to see that girl? I know she's waiting for us. <laughs> girl. Uh, Rosita, yeah, we uh, should probably head that way. She's Maybe tall. we'll get lucky and find that cemetery. At this point, it's the only lead we have towards whatever it is is going All on. All right, I say let's do it. I got my yeah, we should full. go. All right, so you pile into the Doc's car and uh, head on up to Cajun Pride Swamp Tours. On our way there, I want to type out an email to Evie back in Arkham. I know that for a while she uh, dated the geology professor, and I wanted to know, I was going to send her an email to see if she couldn't get me some information on Galatmanite and since we think it's a kind of rock. See if she can't get me some basic information on it, what it looks like, where it comes from uses that kind of thing it's full of booberry <laughs> everything is booberry i hate life all right so you send off a message to uh, evie uh, while doctor drives you guys up to the cajun pride swamp tours you arrive and uh rosita is uh standing outside uh with all her gear and she ushers you uh to the little channel that's just outside and you all pile into a skiff and zoom on up on the way she lights up a spliff on the skiff. She basically heads north into the swamps. And uh, she takes you northward uh, along this river. Once you enter into the green swamp, then there there are no known or plotted uh, smaller tributaries. You can see some of the bigger ones here. But uh, essentially, you're just kind of mucking through some low-lying grasses that have water in them, that sort of thing. While you're en route, Evie does send Dan an immediate response. Dan, the... Message back from Evie says, What are you talking about, Dan? Glatmanites, there's no such thing. That's a very arcane term for a a certain cult that was prevalent in the uh, southern states known to worship snakes. So that's what her text message says back. Okay. Turns out Glatmanite is not a kind of rock. Uh, Just like we thought, Evie says it's an old term for a cult that used to live around here that worships snakes. Interesting. And as you say that, uh, Rosita turns around. She's like, "No, you say it's not rock? No, no, it's... Huh, I must have misunderstood my grandma. Cult, you say. Well, there we go again. That's cults two days in a row. Very weird. Well, you you boys are going to really appreciate this. Uh, I think I did uh, discover uh, some old maps that my grandma had. Uh, and she... Knew exactly where this Laplace Memorial Cemetery was. So I'm thinking if we head out in that general direction, we're going to head out straight uh, westward, uh, just to the south of the swamps, and uh, hopefully come upon it. So uh, keep an eyeball out for some gators mm-hmm. and uh, also snakes. We have plenty of snakes around here. Yes, so they do. I love be it. Be careful. Just m- mind your hands. Don't put them in the water, please. Roy. Roy, keep, keep all your appendages inside, please. Especially that one, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, but I'm not keeping them to myself. Oh, well, well, that's okay. That's all right. You do you. Do you. And uh, she stands at the very front of the skiff. She has like a, what appears to be some sort of remote control for the engine. And she it's a little handheld gadget that's sort of wired all the way back. And so she stands up front and uh, weaves in and out of the, uh, uh, the swamp lands. And uh, pretty soon, the skiff sort of runs aground. And she says... Uh, all right, boys, uh, hang on now. It looks like we're, we're getting close, so uh, uh, grab the sides of the skiff, please, if you would mind. Grab the sides of the boat. 
And brace yourselves. And I'm going to need each of you to make a dexterity roll. Oh, shit. Oh, good. I've rolled so well today. Uh, I needed a 60. I rolled a 12. That is an extremely dexterous success. I needed a 40, and I rolled an 89. And I needed a 50, and I rolled a 31. Very nice. So uh, we'll say with Dan's extreme success that he is able to grasp onto the poor frail doctor as you run around um, before the doctor can be hurled over the edge. So you're saved uh, by his extreme success roll. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you. And Rosita kind of looks back at you languidly and she says, Doc, I told you many times you got to keep hold of yourself. I'm not going to be able to take you out here if you're just going to keep on with your antics. I know, I know. I just kid. I just kid. I'm in wonder by this beautiful place. Hey, Rosie. Yes, sir. Can I, uh, can I maybe get a hit of some of that stuff? Absolutely. Here you go, boy. And I'll take a really big hit. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? Yeah, feel that go down in your lungs. You, you might need it. Uh, this is about as far as I can go. Um, now, what I understand and when I check my grandma's maps, basically, you just want to go right up that little path. You see there? You can see, like, just a little bit of crumbling gravel. Uh, that was the old path that led up to the uh, the cemetery. Uh, just follow that along, and you'll come to the uh, uh, the entrance shortly. Sure, you don't want to come with us? No, I, I got to keep hold my skiff. But uh, uh, you boys, uh, you got my uh, uh, phone number, right? You found it on my pamphlet, Mister Williams. Yeah, yeah, I, right. I still have the pamphlet. So, yeah, I'm just gonna hang out right here, and you come on back when you're done. You know, we got, we got all day to be out here, so don't you know? Go feel free to take your time. If you need anything, just give me a buzz, and uh, hopefully we got some signal out here. That's kind of touchy in the swamp, but think man, I got one or two bars, so don't don't you worry none. And uh, if I don't hear back from you about around four o'clock, then I'll I'll come get you, and uh, and uh, if I if I don't see you, then uh, I'm gonna have to ask for backup. So try not to loiter too much. Just get your business done, all right? Okay. You boys ready to do some uh, swamp walking? Absolutely. Will you do me a favor, boys, as you're going? Keep an eye for snakes for me. Yeah, you got it. And uh, as the three of you uh, jump overboard onto the gravel, Rosita just sort of lays back in the skiff and puts a hat over her head and smokes her uh, spliff. And the smoke wafts up in the air as you uh, trudge along the old path. You can clearly tell that underneath the uh, overgrowth and the encroaching swamp that Sure enough, there there was an old road underneath there. At some point, it had been swallowed by the uh, by the swamplands back the way you came. Probably had led south towards the, where the uh, old highway is. As you trudge along, you can see just ahead. There's there's a, a bit of heavy underbrush that parts slightly to reveal a bent rusty wrought iron gate that has partially collapsed its hinges hanging loosely from a crumbling archway over which you can just make out the faded chiseled words laplace memorial cemetery i do dare to say that we have arrived boys what can i say other than you're welcome so roy uh why don't you pull out that drawing real quick and we can uh double check to make sure we're in the right place here okay i'll pull out the drawing and show it to the to the boys. Well, we'll keep an eye out for that church. So I'm gonna I'm gonna walk up to the gate, push it open, and kind of squeeze on through. Okay. Uh, you squeeze on through. I assume the other two follow. Yep, I'm following right behind. All right. Well, beyond the gate is a road cracked from the upheaval of strange-looking weeds, leading towards a structure that might be a church. Oh, we figured out where Reed is getting her supply. To the northwest is a sprawling graveyard tombstones and mausoleums poking upward through the overgrown vegetation like broken rotted teeth. There is a pall in the air, an absence of birdsong, just the susurrating breeze and rustle of untamed plant life. So as you look down at the sketch that Roy drew, you can see that it is an exact match. As you make this revelation, the gate behind you collapses to the ground with a loud clatter. Tune in next time for more of Chapter 6, oh, The Big Uneasy. I'll have a voice then. No. I hope so. Because we're recording in 10 minutes from oh. now. <laughs> All right, now it's time for oh. recommendos. Let's launch oh. into it. And we will start with Brian since he's losing his voice. Yes, my recommendo is uh, Requiem on Netflix. I'm not going to give you much detail, but it's uh, kind of like uh, Blair Witch meets The Lady in Black. With a little bit of supernatural mixed in there, ghosts and stuff. So check it out. It's Requiem on Netflix, a British TV show, so they're always good. All right, uh, let's go ahead and move on to Gabe. 
Ha, screw you, Matt. I'm recommending a video game. Oh. Um, so it's the game is called probably the best name for a video game I've ever heard. It's the Sexy Brutal. Ah, good game. It's, yeah. You're uh you're sort of, you're at like a ball. Nah, not that kind. <laughs> like a like a fancy ball and you're playing a guy who and you have control over time and like semi control, like you can restart the day and that's what you're doing. Uh you're restarting the day while you're trying to solve a series of murders that's going on the house in the house and prevent them. And every time when you cert when you reach a certain time, the day restarts and you have to keep trying until you can eventually prevent the murders. Oh. Well, you're exploring different rooms, discovering different parts of the house and fig- and piecing together the murder to try and figure out how they died and how to stop it. And every time you prevent a death, it's a masquerade ball. So you can claim their mask and it gives you a power that allows you to access more of the house to prevent more deaths. Uh, so it's really cool. The music alone is some of the best I've ever heard. And as a band geek, soundtracks in games are very important to me. What's the style of the game? Is it like people? Is it first person, third person? It's like animated third person where okay. you're... Uh, I, mean, I wouldn't quite sort call of like it, it isometric, but it's like in that it almost sounds, like in that top down ish. It's almost top oh, down, but not quite. Okay. You can like peek through doors and the keyholes and mm-hmm. oh and also throughout the game there's it's like a spirit that's chasing you. They're not spirits, they're the workers in the house that are causing the murders and you can't get caught by them. Time wraiths. Yeah, time wraiths, yeah. Time, time so that's uh that's the sexy brutal. <laughs> All right, Matthew, how about you? I'll screw you, Gabe, because I'm going to recommend a TV show. Well, screw you. <laughs> a wrestling TV oh, show. Screw you, yeah. Or it's wrestling. <laughs> I'm recommending a TV show called Blind Spot. Uh, it's currently in its third season at this point, I believe. It's uh, a show about a woman who shows up in a duffel bag in the middle of Times Square in New York, uh, covered head to toe in tattoos. She doesn't remember who she is, where she came from, or where she got the tattoos from. But when the FBI get involved investigating this, they realize that every single tattoo on her body is a clue to uh, either a crime or a conspiracy or something that is going on or is about to happen. And every time they follow one of these tattoos, they end up solving these crimes and saving people. And along the way, it's not only them trying to decode the tattoos, but it's the Jane Doe, the woman's struggle to figure out who she is, who did this to her, why they did it. And they do some really, really great story layering in terms of giving each of the characters on the team and some of the other people their own individual storylines that all flow really well together. Blind Spot. Is that on Netflix, you said? It's on Hulu. Hulu. Okay. My recommendo for tonight is Document of the Dead. 1985, question mark. Uh, directed by Roy Frumkes. It's a documentary about George Romero's body of work as it relates to the dead movies. So it basically looks at Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, uh, Land of the Dead, uh, and I can't remember what the... Uh, Di- Diary of the Dead, which I hated, and the very last one, which I can't remember what it is. It's a fascinating look, uh, inside look, at his sophisticated uh, shooting and editing techniques, uh, George Romero's. Mm-hmm. But also his business savvy after the night debacle when uh, they lost the rights to uh, the copyright to the uh, of the original movie. And just, just basically how committed George Romero was to his work, how intensely committed uh, he was to um, his philosophical approach to the material. And inevitably his sense of humor, which I think bleeds through through things like Creep Show and mm-hmm. and uh, even Monkey Shines to a certain degree. But the, it has fantastic behind the scenes outtakes from a lot of the uh, dead movies. And of course, this is a bittersweet documentary because he died last July. Yeah. And it was yeah. just really nice to be able to go back and look at and appreciate. Uh, a bunch of his different works. Uh, they even go into uh, Martin and some of his other uh, lesser known. The Dark Half was a good one too, but I don't think they did much on that. It's just a really quick, like 90 minute documentary and, and just really 
kind of fun to spend a little bit more time with George Romero now that he's gone. So, Document of the Dead. Uh, I watched it on Shudder, but you can uh, probably see it on Amazon, too. I think I saw it pop up on there. That is going to do it for this episode of Lovecraft Tapes. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Music's Podbean, Stitcher, or anywhere you download your regular podcasts. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review. Meanwhile, you can find us at the Lovecraft Tapes with links to all our recommendos and social media channels, including Facebook, Reddit, YouTube, and our Discord server where you can chat with us in real time. You can find me on Twitter at Lovecraft Tapes. And if anybody knows where I can hire some replacement people to help me with this investigation, let me know on Twitter at the Real Weird Kid. And if you're a seven foot tall lady, you can find me at Lovecraft Gabe. And if someone can help me find my voice, you could let me know where it's at at Riot Podcasts. Until next time, roll for sanity, Roy. The Lovecraft Tapes podcast is copyright 2018. For more information and sponsorship opportunities, please send email to podcast at thelovecrafttapes.com. Support the Lovecraft Tapes podcast and get access to exclusive content and rewards at patreon.com slash lovecrafttapes.com.